0: Today the gospel is John 651. So if you got a Bible, get there. And it's great because being a parish of the Bread of Life, we're hearing last week, this week, next week, the Bread of Life Discourse. And it's great that today we have a first communion, huh? All the way from Texas. Right, Chase? Chase, come on up so everybody can see it. His mother says he's cute. What do you think? Come on up, Chase. Ah, come on, Chase. Come on, Chase, you're all cute. Okay, well, this is Chase over here. Stand up anyway so they can see you. Yeah, there he is. First communion. I baptized him a long time ago, it seems. And CJ, his brother, I went all the way to Houston. The ba- no, we, I was out there, and I took care of you as a baby, but I didn't baptize you out there, did I? You don't remember, do you? No, I didn't think so. Anyway, but so we have people for a baptism. Holly, who I married. How, where is she? Oh, with the baby. <laughs> well, they're here, Holly and Ed, and their little baby, all the way from Erie. And then we have from Somerset, Penn, Summer. Somerset, Pennsylvania. All the way up and we have Craig that'll be baptized from Somerset. So we have people from all over today that we're gonna talk about the reality of the greatest gift that is being Catholic. And that's what's gonna happen. Two members will become members of the Catholic Church. And one will fully participate in what that means, to receive the Eucharist. So let's go and let's look at John chapter six, verse 51. If we go and we look here, and I've got to get my stuff here so I don't go too long, huh? As we go and we look at John chapter 6, verse 51, he says here, I myself am the living bread, come down from heaven. If anyone eats this bread, he shall live forever. Now, the first thing that the Eucharist does is bring us everlasting life. Huh? That the Eucharist, you know, some people don't think it's a big deal whether they go to church or not, whether they receive the Eucharist, you know, hey, I can pray at home in bed, Father. Oh, can you now? I'm glad you can. But can you receive the bread of life in bed at home? Only if you're sick or dying. The bread that I will give you is my flesh for the life of the world. So what needs to happen is we need to eat the spiritual food to live forever. Now again, if you and I do not eat physical food, what happens? We die. Is it God's fault we die? He has nothing to do with it. He gives us food every day. But if we decide not to eat that food, we die physically. And we die because we chose to not eat. Same in the physical world, same in the spiritual world. Every day in every church in all the world, every moment of every day, God gives us spiritual bread from heaven. My flesh for the life of the world. And he says, if you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you will live forever. So the converse is true here if you go and you look. Because then it says in verse 53, let me solemnly assure you, and he says very clearly here, let me get to the point here. Let me make it very clear to you. If you do not eat the flesh of the Son of Man and you do not drink his blood, you will have no life within you. If you don't eat, you die. It's that simple. And so the reality and the need to receive the bread of life, the Eucharist, and Chase, for the first time today, gets to receive it, huh? And Chase, what is the bread of life. Do you know? What is communion? Can you tell me? What a guy! Jesus! Exactly! That's what it is. Do you know, Chase, there's a lot of people that are old that don't know that. They did a study a couple years ago, and it said 40% of Catholics, I'm hoping they're not church-going Catholics, do not believe that the bread and wine actually become the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. The scriptures are very clear in this, whether anyone wants to believe it or not. The word for flesh in the Greek is sarx, S-A-R-X, sarx. That is a hunk of meat. What it is, again, like if I had a bull hanging here, or a cow, and it's just been slaughtered, and I take a hatchet, and I chop off one of the legs of the cow, and I throw it in front of you, that is sarks. It's really gritty, dirty, gruddy meat. You can't be any clearer what he was talking about. And he said, Unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, unless you eat my sarks, he wasn't talking spiritually here. He was talking and he used a word that was very fleshy. And when he talks about he who feeds, again, the word is very fleshy and get the image in your mind please of a lying gnawing on a bone a lion gnawing on a bone that's what it means the greek word to feed so what he's saying is we gotta really enter in and receive his body and his blood think about that reality that what chase is going to receive today with these two chloe and craig's going to receive in seven years from now is that which gives us everlasting life. And if that's true, we've got to really yearn for that. You know, again, if I'm doing a retreat, I talk, I start off the retreat mass, and I go into the Gospel of Luke, and it says, or Mark, he says, before he starts the meal, I have yearned or longed to eat this Passover meal with you before I suffer. At every Mass, Jesus looks at you, and he says, I have yearned to be here with you today. I have longed to be here. Do we long in our hearts to be with Jesus today? Are we here because i got to go to Mass on Sunday? It's important, you know, they tell me I've got to do it. Or do you here because you yearn for him? You hunger for him. You have a hunger inside of you that can only be filled with everlasting life. You know, I've talked about each of us have a hole in our heart, and we try to fill that hunger inside of us with so much garbage. And the more garbage we put into our hearts and our lives, the bigger the hole gets. We think, oh, if I have this, I'll be happy. Then we get this, be it money, power, sex, fill in the blank. Take it. And when we get it, and I go, oh, I'll be happy. And I get it, and I'm not happy. And so I say, oh, this will be it. And if I grab this, then I'll be happy. And I grab this, and oh, I'm not happy. Oh, that's, oh, this, this will be in 10 years from now. And if I get there, and there. Everything else, because we hunger for the wrong stuff. We're like the people, and you know, Mother Teresa talks about people are so hungry in India that they'll actually, as they walk through the town. They'll pick up dog dung and eat it. That's how starving they are. Well, people today are starving so bad in the world, spiritually, especially in America, that we starve so bad inside that we eat any crap and we eat it to make ourselves feel better. But all as it is is garbage and crap. The only thing that will give you peace and me peace and life everlasting is what each of us will get to receive today. The Eucharist. The bread of life. Holy communion. And when you and I receive Him, we just cannot go up and pop Him in our mouth and go, oh, i got to receive Jesus, I'm going to have everlasting life and go sit down. we got to then have an encounter. i got to actually be in relationship with christ so when you and i come up today and i say to you the body of christ and i say to chase for the first time the body of christ you will say what will you say after i say the body of christ chase amen look at that what a priest you're gonna be it's gonna be so good (laughs) and when he says amen or we all say amen that means more than i do believe It means I would stake my life, Father, in what you just said. I would stake my life. As I say this almost every week, meaning that, bless you, what would happen is, again, what would happen is that if we really mean that, would you stake your life? Today, you, if someone came in here and I held up the body of Christ and I said, this is the body of Christ, and they said, if you say amen, I will kill you. Would you say amen? Does he mean that much to you? Do you really believe? Because every time you say amen, that's what you're saying. I would die for what you just said, Father. That's why it's so important. It is not a symbol. In fact, symbols can't kill you, huh? But if you go, very briefly here, if you go to Chapter 1 Corinthians chapter 14... I mean, chapter 11, forgive me. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 and following, if you go all the way down to verse 28, or 27 first, this means that whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord unworthily sins against the body and blood of the Lord. That's how I received communion in a state of grace. Then he says, uh, verse 28, a man should examine himself first Only then should he eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks without recognizing the body, without recognizing it's really God, eats and drinks a judgment on himself. That is why many of you are sick and infirm and why so many are dying. This isn't just a symbol. Because symbols can't give you life or kill you. But God says in his word that this bread that we receive has the power to give us everlasting life, but it also has the power to kill us. If we do not examine ourselves, if we do not enter into relationship with him, if we do not realize who it is we receive. So it's a very great thing which Chase gets to do today, which Chloe and Craig will get to do in seven years, and which you will get to do this very day. You will receive Almighty God, there's nothing more important in life or in this world than what will happen right here and what you'll get to participate in. You got it? it. You get it? it. Good. May each of you know his love today and forever. Amen.